0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 211, How to Go from Introvert to Extrovert, Part 1, by Steve Pavlina of StevePavlina.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to the show where we try and bring you some of the best relationship content in the world every weekday free of charge. And first off, you may have noticed this already, but we've actually decided to change the title of the show from Optimal Living Daily Relationships to Optimal Relationships Daily, so I hope it doesn't throw anyone off. And today, I'll be narrating the first part of a two-part mini-series by Steve Pavlina all about becoming an extrovert. And given that we're almost halfway through the month already, I just want to give you a quick reminder to join our mailing list if you'd like your name to be submitted for our monthly book giveaway. We do the drawing on the first of every month, and you can sign up right at oldpodcast.com. And with that, let's hear part one of Steve's post and start optimizing your life. How to go from introvert to extrovert, part one. Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com As a child, I was very introverted, often spending my time on the computer, reading, playing video games, or pursuing other solo hobbies. I'd spend time outdoors biking, exploring the nearby fields and hills, which today are filled with houses, or shooting hoops, but I'd usually favor doing these things alone or with people I knew very well. I never felt too comfortable around strangers, and I never cared for big family events. Psychological tests, like the Myers-Briggs, pegged me squarely as an introvert. Anyone who knew me would have described me as an introvert without a second thought. Like many introverts, I was pressured by others to socialize more, but I largely resisted this pressure, partly because I enjoyed being an introvert, I often viewed extroverts as lacking in intelligence and depth, and I can't say I wanted to count myself among them. However, over a long period of time, I eventually found myself becoming more and more extroverted. I embraced spending time with other people, went out of my way to meet new people, could comfortably introduce myself to strangers, and actually enjoyed it. The Myers-Briggs test now labels me an extrovert. To the people who know me today, this wouldn't be surprising. I'm not the kind of extrovert I envisioned as a child, though. I feel I've done a good job balancing the introvert and extrovert parts of myself, such that I enjoy both types of activities equally. I feel just as comfortable staying at home reading a book as I do going to a new social event and introducing myself to people I've never met. I enjoy both group and solo activities, each for different reasons. Some weeks I'm far more introverted and mostly stay home with my family. Other weeks I have a full social calendar with an event almost every night. I enjoy both just as much. In order to become an extrovert, I found that I had to overcome several blocks to being more extroverted. Chances are that if you're in the same boat, you have some of these blocks as well. Blocks to becoming an extrovert Number 1 undervaluing extroversion. Spending time alone and with people are equally important. If you're very introverted, you may undervalue the positive role people can play in your life, such as knowledge, friendship, growth, laughter, and so on. The optimal outcome is to strike a balance between the two. You don't have to give up the introvert activities you enjoy. In fact, when you balance them with more social activities, you'll probably find them even more satisfying. After several nights of being around people, I really look forward to a night by myself to read, meditate, write, and so on. And after lots of time alone or with my family, I'm itching to go out and be around other people. Number 2. Underdeveloped Social Skills social skills can be learned like any other skill set. One reason introverts shy away from social activities is that they don't feel comfortable because they don't know what to do, especially if the unexpected were to occur. Being able to start up a conversation with a stranger and feel completely comfortable doing it is a learnable skill. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Embrace the fact that you're a beginner and don't compare yourself to others. Number 3. Envisioning yourself as the wrong kind of extrovert If you find the extroverted people around you shallow and perhaps even annoying, why would you want to be more like them? You wouldn't. When I was a kid, I really didn't want to be more like the extroverts I knew. Even as an adult, my vision of an extrovert was an in-your-face salesperson who only wanted to build a shallow relationship with you so they could sell you something. It seemed very fake and phony to me. And of course, that vision prevented me from ever wanting to be like that. But you needn't choose such a limited vision for yourself. You're free to form your own vision of a positive way to be more extroverted. Number 4. Hanging out with the wrong people Why would you want to spend more time with people you don't like? If becoming more extroverted means spending more time with people you'd rather avoid, you'll have no motivation to do it. Again, you're free to break this pattern and form a social group that you'd love to be a part of. And number five, overvaluing online socializing. Online socializing has its place in your life, but it's a pale shadow compared to -to face-to-face, belly-to-belly communication. Voice and body language can communicate a lot more than text and emotional bonds are easier and faster to establish in person. I feel much closer to the local friends I've known for only a few months than I do to the people I've known online for years but never met in person. It's just not as fun going out to dinner with a laptop. You don't have to do away with online socializing, but don't allow it to crowd out meeting people locally. If you do that, you'll only cause your interpersonal skills to lag further behind. If you have some of these blocks and want to get past them, the first step is to acknowledge them and consider how they're holding you back. Then begin to work on them just as you would any other challenge in your life. Focus your intentions, set goals, make plans, and start taking action. It may be awkward and clumsy at first, but just accept that and get moving anyway. Suggestions for becoming more extroverted. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, How to Go from Introverted to Extroverted by Steve Pavlina of StevePavlina.com. I'm not quite sure where I fall on the spectrum anymore, but I do know that I've evolved since I was younger, so I'd like to take the Myers-Briggs test so that I can find out. Also, don't forget to join our mailing list if you'd like to be entered to win a free book on the first of every month. You can sign up right at oldpodcast.com. And that's a wrap for episode 211. Thanks a bunch for listening, and I hope to see you again tomorrow for part two of this post from Steve Pavlina where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollock, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too.